Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, mother-daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio. We will be talking about help and healing through music with our second guest, Gary Malkin. Gary is an Emmy Award-winning composer and producer. In 1992, with the near death of his daughter, Gary committed himself to help others heal through the creation of inspiring music, events, and resources, including the acclaimed book and CD set, Graceful Passages, a Companion for Living and Dying. Welcome to the show, Gary. It's wonderful to be here. It's great to have you on, Gary. Well, you've uh, had more than certainly uh, the loss of your, um, I mean, the uh, illness, well, delivery, the difficult delivery of your daughter and your wife, I guess, almost died through that delivery and your daughter. That's true. But prior to that, you had had a horrendous experience of uh, fixing a car and having a child crushed under the car. Yeah, it was, I, I used to not be able to talk about this without bursting into tears, and for 10 years following this accident, I used to break out into cold sweats in the middle of the night, it, and it really shaped my relationship to not only death, and uh, but to a deeper appreciation for where we go, because this child was so indomitable and gorgeous and beautiful. She was an angel, four years old, and when we saw her, and I saw her, it was the first body I'd ever seen um, I was 22 years old. I, I literally knew in my heart that who she was still existed somewhere. It, it strengthened my sense of hope and faith in something that is eternal, that lives forever, whatever, whatever your belief system is. So, yeah, it really shaped my whole life, actually. That event was pretty significant. Well, talk about your music, because we're talking about health and healing through music. What's your take on music, and, and how does it help people? Well, you know, I literally believe that we have barely scratched the surface of what's possible for uh, music, which I call, jokingly call the last unregulated drug. <laughs> uh, mu- music is a, a form of energy medicine, and if we allow ourselves to ingest it and to use it, not unlike uh, when you've done breath workshops and you, if you actually take deep breaths in a concerted way, you can change your consciousness. And, you know, what many people say when you're in the midst of stress, one of the first things to do is to avail yourself to full oxygen. Well, well, for me, music is oxygen for the soul. And, and I think that if we all took an opportunity, not just for music, but for listening itself, because um, I'm playing, the Graceful Passages plays with this, alchemy between spoken word and music, um, and I literally feel that when you bring music in an intentional way to any context with consciousness, with intention, with compassion, then it changes profoundly the level of heart and spirit that's in the, in the moment, because um, a lot of us walk around sleeping without knowing it, and we're in purely our minds, you know, our linear right. minds, mm-hmm. but m- something about music and really something about the arts. Talk a little bit about letting yourself be loved. Talk about that a little bit because well, I think people know, have got to hear. When they hear what you've just said, when they actually hear it, they're going to be blown away. Yeah, well, Michael Stillwater is a pioneer song healer, and he's a dear friend of mine. And he and I, he was singing at the bedside of people who were dying. And he found that when he started to intuitively come up with music that uh, uh, unleashed the love that was in the room, 
all the fear and the denial and the, and the, and the resistance to what was happening unlocked. And he came to me and said, I, I would love to create something for helping people at the doorway of loss, or death, or, or literally or metaphorically. So we did this process where we explored this, uh, the, this relationship between spoken word and music. And the man you're about to hear uh, is a man named Louis Epstein. He had just finished a bout with cancer. He was a workshop leader for many, many years. And we asked him to speak to us as if he were dying tomorrow. And what would he say to his loved one? And what we found was when a person opens their heart and becomes authentic and comes from their essential self, and then when you combine that with film score quality music, which is what I did, I ultimately scored his words, something greater than the sum of its parts emerges that absolutely knocks your socks off and brings your heart and spirit fully present to your consciousness. And it's the ultimate, um, what I call the ultimate healing tool and and uh, it's a very powerful way to um, address things that you might find difficult in the light of day, if you, if you will. Does that and, make and Gary, sense? I just heard an amazing story about a teenager that was dying here in New York, and she had her family. I know someone that was there, actually. Get her family and friends gather around her bed, and they played the song, May Angels Lead You In, as she, as she went into the next world. Now, let me let me say one thing. We need to hear this segment because we want to talk about it quickly after, but let me say one thing. I, I believe that for us, uh, Gary did some of this work for people who were dying, but I want to say that when we have the profound losses that we've had, you do die to yourself, and a new life is born, and a new, uh, a new world, uh, as people will tell you, if there was before my loved one died and then after. So I think, I think of this song in terms of that, and I find it quite amazing. So could we play that, please? No one has ever prepared us for this experience. We think it's the end. No. It's another beginning. Another beginning. to judge ourselves and we're always judging ourselves but I learned to listen that I was loved I was loved and then I would forget that I was loved were the most painful times for me, forgetting that I was loved. So you've let yourself be loved while you've been here. 
you've judged yourself. And you've forgotten that you were loved. And you became alone. But you will always be here. You are blessed. You are forgiven. Gary, that was truly amazing. It, it is. And I feel like it's so emotional, but you really understand on a deep, deep level the real power of love and how much you loved and were loved when someone dies. And also forgiving. I love that forgiveness piece you have in there or, or uh, Louie put in there. It, it's amazing. And listen that you're loved. It, it's just a wonderful piece. Now, you, it, it's on well, a whole CD that has fabulous things on it. You want to talk about the CD a little bit? Well, it, it really has been a gift to my life because, you know, you wouldn't think that focusing on death and dying or the relationship to loss would actually be a boon to your life. But for me, it's been a portal into a level of a relationship to gratefulness for being alive that I never dreamed possible. And it's so funny that the culture has this systemic fear of death and dying and loss People have, you know, the elephant under the rug syndrome, they have the D word, they have always many ways of avoiding this. But what I speak about around the world is that when we let music open our hearts and crack open to let the light come in, and you start to feel this full catastrophe that life is, and you live with this open heart, and you with a deeper awareness of how fragile it is and how close death is, it makes everything and everyone so... Precious. 
Yeah, I think that is what happens when you've got a loss, um, that it does make everything precious. But when you're in the pain of the loss, in that moment, I've had the loss, I'm in the pain, I think your music, too, is saying love yourself, yes. forgive yourself. Because well, that's there's why so a lot much of guilt people... involved. Well, I could have done this, I could have done that. I'm sure when that the little gal was killed, you were thinking, why did we do this? You know, why did we do that? Her dad, you know, but that these ideas of not judging yourself or giving yourself. Again, like oxygen, we take music for granted, and we underestimate the power that it has in affecting our consciousness. And what I want to encourage the listeners to do is to think about the music that brings them home to the deepest part of themselves and give yourself a music bath at least once a week, and it can actually be a part of your contemplative practice and deepen your relationship to your own soul and spirit and healing. And So I just want to encourage that. And then the other thing is, with my website has a lot of different ways in which music and spoken word interact, but we're also really focused on creating music for healing environments. And I can't tell you the thousands of stories we received from people who played music that was designed, the music that I created here, that was designed for healing environments, that opened people up to more empathic and connected and compassionate ways of relating to one another. Because you know what it's like when you're afraid and in denial. So this, when people get afraid, they act really silly and reactively and not, not from their hearts. And music is a way of really helping us come back to who we really are. The right music. Not right, so and I you know, I the think idea that, uh, of taking a music bath and that music is oxygen for the soul. I think that's such great advice for people. That is, and you know, when you have had a, a huge loss recently, you have what they like to call the monkey mind, where you just you're thinking, thinking, you're on overload, you're, and and I think that you know, stopping to listen to that music can calm the mind. The mind gets so crazy. Yeah, it's true, and you know, there's nothing like the right music. Again, you know. Not all music fits all, but uh, the right music, especially the music that moves kind of slowly, that will drop you into looking at everything a little differently. And that's right what we need right now. The world is is not is not moving at earth pace, if you will, or at the pace of healing. And you know, a lot of people say, you know, when was the last time you stopped singing and dancing and uh, telling stories? This is a ways of retrieving your soul. Well, also, you know, listening to music is another soul retrieval technique and and this is what I've devoted my life to and I speak about it all over the place because the arts are, are a profound portal into our own healing and growth. Now talk a little bit about your CD, where do people get it? Um, it's it's beautifully packaged. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. It's a book and CD set. It has the CD with the spoken messages and uh, music scored with with messages from Ram Dass and Death and Dying Pioneer Elizabeth Kubler Ross and and uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, the Buddhist uh, Nobel laureate, Nobel nominated monk. And we set these messages that are that are basically I call it guided imagery on steroids. <laughs> and and we also have with it this this music recording that is the music without the spoken word. And most people uh, find it very accessible to listen to the music only first. That music is very calming. Well, I, I literally believe it has the kind of the watermark, if you will, of each of the speaker's blessing uh, in it. And then a lot of the music on my website, which is wisdomoftheworld.com, um, you can also get there through gracefulpassages.com, but wisdomoftheworld.com is our work. And we're actually currently developing visual media uh, that will do the same thing as the audio media, which is the purposes for healing and inductive uh, tools for your contemplative relate 
your contemplative practice. And, and so wisdomofworld.com is our website. And um, I also, garymalkin.com is where people go to if they want to know more about my talks and public speeches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, you have had some trauma with your sister recently. I wondered how how you are integrating all this with your music, and what do you do for yourself? Oh, I'm so glad you said that because it's, you know, for years I've been talking about how to the cancer world, I've been saying that, that the big denial in the cancer world is that they deny that fa- being proactively involved in facing your dying while having a, a good prognosis with cancer is an essential way to enhance your chances for healing, because I don't know if you know this, but fear actually twists and tightens the DNA DNA inside of you. And so if you're having an unaddressed fear of dying while you're fighting cancer, you're actually not, uh, your immune system is actually challenged by not addressing the fear. And so graceful passages is a way of dealing with that. So I speak to cancer audiences around the world, and and a lot of the cancer doctors don't want to bring this subject up, and I've been talking about it for years. Well, my sister came down with brain cancer a year ago, and um, we just had a second surgery a few weeks ago. And it's different when it applies to your loved one. And I'm not—I I still advocate it, but I'm much less flippant about recommending that you face your dying when you're in the midst of a very intense life and death struggle. And she lives with me, and we're all rallying around her. And I just—I just—all I can say is uh, that. If she didn't listen to guided imagery and music and not surround herself with all the stuff that we're giving her, um, it would be a very lonely and very uh, very stark journey. Um, we can't get through this life and the things that life asks of us without beauty, without inspiration, and without a sense of connecting to what matters most in life. So I really um, I'm grateful, but it's painful. It's been a very painful and challenging journey. Yeah. Well, talk to us uh, and and give your love, our love to your sister, yeah. and, and our very best. Oh, thank you. Uh, talk to us a little bit about. We're going to go out on "Be Here Now," uh, which I uh, I like that piece very much from your CD set, and it talks about letting the past go with forgiveness and let the future go, um, and everything changes except the soul. Uh, it's a wonderful piece. And uh, did you want to say something about that? Well, two things. I, I want to say one thing. That, that was great, a couple of great quotes before we sign off. Stephen Levine, the uh, great pioneer in death and dying, says, whatever prepares you for death enhances your life. Um, so if you notice you're avoiding the, anything around grief and loss, it's a great sign that there's an opportunity for more life there. And the other quote I love is, the great tragedy of life is not that men perish, but that they cease to live. And if there's any lesson that facing or dying has, is it's around living each moment to the fullest. So this next thing we're about to hear is by the venerated spiritual teacher, Ram Dass, and it was the first recording after his stroke. Um, it took uh, much to get this edited together because he didn't have the wherewithal to speak in complete sentences. And it was an incredible honor to work with him. I've known him for years. And so, yeah, you're about to hear a, a venerated spiritual teacher talk about what can you do whether you're dying or not? And the funny thing is that life, the last time I heard, is uh, the joke is they say it's a sexually transmitted, uh, uh, what do they say? It's sexually tr- transmitted terminal condition. <laughs> so we're all <laughs> dying at every thing. moment and we're all living at every moment. Right. And that's mm-hmm. the point. Thank you so much for being on our show. It was wonderful and, and we certainly hope to have you on again, don't we, Heidi? Absolutely, Gary. You're an inspiration. And I would, I would tell everyone to go and watch his clip wisdom film on his homepage after this.
Okay. It's, it's inspiring. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure being with you. I'm so grateful for your work, both of you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. And now we'll hear your next segment. Be here now. Don't anticipate. Don't yearn for things of the past. Let the past go. with forgiveness. And let the future go with no anticipation. Each of us contains a being that doesn't die. and a being that does die. Everything must change except the soul. Preparation for dying is done by identifying with your soul, not your ego. You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. You can sign up for our newsletter, Facebook, and Twitter on our homepage at opentohope.com.